We're shedding our masks and breaking down walls. Hell, we may even drop our drawers. That's right. We're going commando with Angela and Dana. Hi, I'm Dana Sardano, and this is Angela DeMarco, and we are Going Commando. Going Commando is a little show that Angela and I put together um, because we really see the importance of authenticity, the importance of being who we are and sharing that with the world. And um, and hopefully we give you permission uh, to do the same. We also think we're funny, but that's you know, <laughs> we do. So, Angela, good morning. <laughs> good morning, Dana. <laughs> it's so funny. Right before we hit, I hit record and I drop a bombshell on you and you're like, okay, oh wait, got to do this thing. <laughs> <laughs> doing that. Good morning, everybody. Uh, Welcome to um, season four of Going Commando. This is the season four gratitude. Love how that works. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All of last season, season three, we celebrated Dana's book, 10 Recommitments for Personal Empowerment. And this season, we're focusing on Dana's follow-up book, Beyond the 10, Decoding the Woo Woo wherever it's going to be. (laughs) Um, What I love, love, love about this book is um, 10 Recs truly um, gets you into the root, the causes, the the why, the how, the why we are the way we are, what what banged us up along the way and how do we fix that and get all like put our band-aids on and dig our root, you know, take care of ourselves. And then once you find yourself in this place of feeling empowered and feeling relatively whole and aligned again, now what? right? I know. I know. And the now what is so fucking exciting. So this whole season, we're going to be talking about the now what. And oh, here we go. So, uh, so I, um, I choose not to know what our topics are going to be. Dana kind of lays it all out. So that way it's kind of like, we're just riffing. Um, but this girl is a a girl with a plan and, uh, she's got a plan. So, <laughs> All right, Dana, kick us off, girl. <laughs> oh my goodness! So, so this season, um, Angela and I, it took us about three or four days to decide whether it's eleven or ten episodes because neither of us can do math. <laughs> I know. I'm like on the phone with her, I'm like, like no, on your it finger. doesn't make like, sense. Hey, <laughs> So, 41 to 51 is 10. <laughs> it's looking like 11 episodes. So what I did was I went into decoding the woo-woo and really pulled out the pieces of, of things. The reason I wrote decoding the woo-woo, I should say, is because there's certain terminology and there's certain things in the spiritual community get thrown around a lot and they lose their meaning or they're off-putting because people either are not using the terminology correctly or people are not understanding what they're trying to say. So I decoded that woo-woo. So I took out the the, the hot button issues and, or the, whatever, I don't know if the hot button issues, you know, the, 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 the words that stick in my craw and we're going to talk about them. So today, today I want to talk about karma. And I want to pose the question, is karma really a bitch? Because that's kind of, you hear, you know, oh, it's good karma, it's bad karma, karma's a bitch. And people throw it around and usually throw it around with a negative connotation. You know what I mean? And I want to talk about that a little bit. So so I'm just going to open with Angela. When Not now so much because okay. you have a little bit more insight, but like when you would hear the word karma, like what did, what did it mean to you? So I'm putting on my banged up Angela hat, not my current. Oh, that's a look. That's a look. <laughs> okay. Um, so for me, karma always was 
good or bad. I always believed it was what you put into the world you receive. So okay. if you are a negative person, like you, you treat someone shitty, someone's going to treat you shitty. I always felt that way. So when I, I do believe karma could be a bitch, because if you're acting like a shitty person or doing something yeah. that is, you know, yeah. not in alignment with who you truly are, but like just, if you do something that doesn't feel good, you're just going to get back. I, I always feel like karma is just a mirror. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but that's actually whether it's banged up Angela <laughs> or not, that's really what it comes down to. And, you know, what I find is people who have experiences in their lives that are unpleasant, they only see the bad karma. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I really think that it, that I we just need to make it clear right now, the definition of karma it's about consequence to your actions or your thoughts. It's cause and effect relationship. It's not just about behavior. It's about my thought process. We talk about energy. Energy doesn't lie. We'll get into that in another episode. But if if I'm having negative thoughts or my intentions aren't yeah. pure, then there <clears throat> is um, a response to that. You know, who is it? Oh my God, this is, is it Newton? Every action is an equal, equal and opposite reaction. Oh, dude, what fancy know. scientist was that? We're going to call None it Newton. Them. Correct me if I'm wrong. Einstein? But, no, it's not Einstein's for sure. Not Einstein, but oh, every action, for sure. or maybe it is. I don't know. Help us in the comments here. We're, we're done. <laughs> but every action has an equal and opposite reaction. And it's that same idea that what you put out into the world, to the universe, however you want to look at it. You're receiving that back, whether it be your intention, whether it be your action. And karma isn't always immediate. You know what I mean? You instant karma. You know, I laughed at you because you tripped and then I walked into the wall. You know, you instant <laughs> karma. You know, there is the immediate response, but there is the waves of the momentum of your actions. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. um, can I give you an example? Yeah. So this weekend, Saturday, I had the most magnificent day. Um, I, and it wasn't planned. There wasn't anything. Get up. Same thing. Every, every Saturday morning, you know, we let the kids sleep. My schmoopy and I, we go to Publix and we always go with the, the, the grocery store. We always go at the crack because we know nobody's going to be there. and We don't have to interact with anybody. <laughs> we don't like society. <laughs> I, am, I have trouble being in public, but, uh, we, uh, so whatever we go, we go. Wait, 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 Dean. Yeah. Were you wearing pants? I was wearing pants, but only because Rob makes me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, but I, I think I did remember on Saturday. So anyways, go to Publix, so we do our thing, get home. And I'm always inspired to, to cook. I make a little list for the week. Now I get very excited. So I'm getting the food together. I immediately start making paella and that's awesome. I do my paella thing. Then I go into the back. I'm like, I'm going to do some gardening and I don't have a big yard, but I'm on a nature preserve. So I have access to like beautiful, you know, fauna and flora and shit like that so anyway so i'm doing my <laughs> so plants and stuff and i have these extra plants that that i don't have room in pots and i want to go put them out in the nature preserve and let them grow naturally when i go out there we've had so much rain over the last couple months there's this huge swampy area and i see tadpoles and i freak out because i know i know they're gonna make frogs someday right so i freak out about the tadpoles oh my god i'm making the story way too long but i just want to relive my day 
<laughs> so I decide I'm going to go catch some tadpoles for my daughter because she'd appreciate that because we have fish tanks and shit like that. So, and she was sleeping over at a friend's house. So I go and I get the tadpoles and I do that. And that's like really cool. And then I get that, you know, that's done. And I'm all excited about my frogs. I even went to like Petco and like bought like water plants. So like they could have like, it could be filtered, filtered so they can grow and thrive or whatever. So I do that. And then I go um, in the, in, and paint, I start painting a picture. I'm like, Oh, let me paint a little bit. And then, you know, Yaya comes home and then we, you know, we run some errands and then we have dinner and the whole day was just this beautiful collection of all the things I love to do. I'm like, oh my God, I like to paint. Oh my God, I like to cook. Oh my God, I like to catch frogs. Oh my God, I like to, and I'm doing, all, oh my God, I like to garden. Like I'm doing all of these things, right? And I said to Rob, I'm like, I had the best day ever. And then I realized, talk about karma. This wasn't like I did something and then this magical thing appeared. All of my actions up until Saturday we're all, I created this momentum to create an existence where I have no worries for the most part. Well, like, don't mm. misunderstand. You know what I mean? I don't live in an ivory tower here, but where I didn't have drama. I didn't have something I had to deal with. I didn't have a toxic relationship I had to work out. I've done all that work. Yes, and now I'm playing with frogs. I'm painting. <laughs> I'm cooking. My husband's pleasant for the most part. My husband's pleasant and it was like really cool. And that for me is what karma looks like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Karma and, and, uh, for somebody who is receiving positive karma. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh no, it's good karma. (laughs) (laughs) Just make no mistake because there are people you may not even realize that you're living in like a space where I remember when, um, Maddie, when I got divorced from her, from the starter husband, and it it was like, she was like five and she was having a hard time, of course, because she was whatever. And she was crying as I'm handing her to him for the weekend or whatever it was. And I remember him saying, well, this is just her lot in life. And it was, yeah. And I was like, okay. So his thing was, she's now suffering because of the things that we did, we've yeah, done, yeah. but he was suffering. So therefore she's going to now just suffer. Right. And right. nothing can change of that, you know, and he, it, his family, I mean, I've heard, I, I, I've gotten, yeah, I've gotten uh, some, some insight into that when I, you know, talked about yeah. it. There's a lot and, going and on there. There's a lot and talk about karma being a bitch in that respect. Yeah. Because all of those people had, this negative intentions, this hard existence, the weight of the world on their shoulders, you know, and just, and unfortunately it just really has been extreme and they're in what they've gotten back. Very sad. So let's go a step further. Let's go a step further. Because again, when you hear karma, you know, if you know anything about Hinduism, the belief is that you bring that karma from your past life into this life. Right. Mm -hmm. So because I did something or because something happened in a past life, I'm going to pay for it in this life. That seems to be the, the the general mentality. But let's let's break it down what we know about if you believe in reincarnation and if you're listening to us at this point, you likely do, right? Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise you would have <laughs> shut us off a long time ago. But uh, but in my belief is that we have a soul plan. We come into this world with a soul plan and we have soul contracts. The plan is whatever our purpose is. And if you're Hindu, what your Dharma is, right? But whatever my purpose is on on this planet, 
And then I have these soul contracts. I have like a contract with you, Angela, that we're going to do X, Y, and Z and a contract with this one. Contracts aren't always pretty. Sometimes it's some jerk store coming in to make my life difficult. So I evolve. You know what I mean? Yeah. We just as humans were like, he's a jerk store, but you know, his the jerk storiness of him had a role. So we have these soul contracts. We have these soul plans. If I, in this life, do not achieve my dharma or my purpose, right? If I have broken contracts or have not completed my contracts, when I plan to come back into another life, I'm likely going to have to redo that contract, redo those lessons and have to do it again. So it may even be more challenging. So if you come into this life with challenges that are beyond your understanding and you feel why me? You feel victimized. There is a purpose to stepping into that role so you can overcome, right? Because mm -hmm. we're here to learn, grow, and expand. So if you look at, you know, your, your starter husband, I'll just use your terminology, <laughs> you your starter husband's family, not only did they come into this life with the weight of something that they needed to overcome, they kind of all came in together. Mm -hmm. and, yes. and, and you aligned with that at one time, you know what I mean? But the difference is, is you chose to overcome and to move on. Some people, listen, I'm not judging. I'm just calling a spade a spade here. Some yeah. people choose to live in that muck because that's their lot in life to quote you quoting your starter husband. Right. <laughs> yes, so Maddie yes. was born into this experience. It's not her lot in life. This is her challenge to overcome, to be bigger, better, stronger, and, you know, and hopefully eventually, you know, bring her wisdom to others. Cause at the end of the day, that's really, I think the end game for a lot of us, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And how awesome that Maddie did learn that challenge at such a young age. <sighs> So now, I mean, seriously, a little jelly. I'm a little jelly. <sighs> seriously, how I many times <laughs> have I talked to her and I'm like, oh, oh my god, to be your age and not only to know what you know, but to have the support system you have, Jesus. Christ. Yeah, seriously, seriously, people. Someday we'll have Maddie on because I and think she's you have gorgeous, to have Maddie, <laughs> and she's gorgeous, and she's like super skinny, and like she's got it all. Oh, she's Maddie, all. I love her. She's got, so much. she's got, she's, she's got the heart. But so seriously, think about it. Like we came in, like you were saying, right? Like I love your visual of how you're like we're in a big stadium, and we're like, okay, I'm going down. Okay, you're gonna do this. Oh, you're gonna leave me, and you're gonna do this, and awesome. Okay, great. Everybody got their role. Break. Let's do this, <laughs> <laughs> and then we come here into this this game this human existence right and we're like and this, this fucking guy yeah. this asshole over here <laughs> and and the, the thing about being human right the thing that even whatever you believe in god source whatever is that we have free will mm -hmm. so we are we're um presented with opportunities to constantly evolve our soul to grow to come so we come here to focus and learn something right and when we when we don't take those opportunities to overcome, we just roll in and then it rolls on and then you go back and you're like, ah, oh, backstage. You're like, ah, oh, shit, sorry, I missed those opportunities. I just, all right, next time come in, play this role so that I see it a little bit harder next time. You yeah. know, give me a chance. Yeah. And so Maddie, at, I would say when I, when I grew, she grew, right? Okay. So she's like 15, 16 years old. And I'm having this like major expansion. And now this kid who's 15 or 16 years old, you know, overcame her lot in life. <laughs> Over, she overcame so much and stepped out of a timeline that would have been 
what her, like her father's family, you know, like yeah. she could have easily just become that and rolled into that. And it's, it's really, really sad, but she did it. She is choosing like to live. She's choosing to experience. She's choosing to grow. And my God, she is amazing. Oh she my would be an God. awesome guest actually. Oh my God. Side note, side note. She uh, texted me this weekend and was telling me she basically had a serious over, I'm sure you know, had that, but yeah. like a serious <laughs> overcoming. And I was like, Oh my God, this is why you do the work. This is what, so when you're here, you're able to address it. Oh, love her. She's great. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's awesome. So we, uh, you know, are, are middle of, I'm not exactly middle-aged yet because I'm going to live till I'm 126. So, and the reason why I'm living till 126 is so that I can say I lived over three centuries. I think that's fucking awesome. That's my goal. So I'm not even you, you You added on like six years. Wasn't it like 120 there for a while? No, 74. It was, well, it was 122 was the number in my head. But I was like, if I could just go to 126, I get three centuries in there. Oh. <laughs> Always the overachiever. <laughs> so I'm not even it. halfway old yet. But you don't have to wait until you're halfway old until you, you know come to like this is available to all of us to and um to. what a great way of looking at it right but then and that's the karma right right there because as you roll now i'm in this a place of like okay i've gotten all these challenges i've overcome them that's my karma is to overcome my karma is comes back at me what i work hard at whether it's my personal development and growth or a business or whatever it comes back at me because yeah. I'm putting such good intention behind yeah, it. Yeah, 100%. And that was the point that I wanted to make. It's not just about action. It's about intention also. You know, I, I've talked about this before, so I won't get into the whole story. But when I married my starter husband, 11 months. Oh, shout out. That'll. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but, but. I married him, obviously, with the clarity of hindsight. I married him um, to because out of fear, out of desperation, out of anger towards my mother. You know, I was trying to prove something, you know, like all of those things. And clearly, even if we did get married, I wore the pretty dress, we were, you know, all of the intentions behind that action were, were not... Uh, setting me up for a successful marriage, right? Yeah. And yeah. so really we have to think about our intentions when we do things. And and it's really about being mindful. You know, mm. the question is, how do I get good karma? Well, just pay attention to what you're doing and why you do it. Just pay attention. And if your intentions come, again, I'm not going to do the whole love and fear thing, but if they come from anywhere that's not of a loving place or of the heart, then maybe you want to rethink that. And again, like anything else, there is a momentum. And just like you could have a momentum to to shitty stuff, like I went all started when, you know what I mean? I'm always like, how did I have all these shitty boyfriends? It didn't start that way. Oh, there was a domino <laughs> in 1995. And then the next domino and then boom, then it was like a decade and a half of just shit shows of, of boyfriends. You know what I mean? But it started somewhere. It started yeah. somewhere. There was a catalyst. There's always a catalyst. <clears throat> you could have that catalyst with something good. You know what I mean? Make the decision not to, I don't know, cheat on your significant other. You know what I mean? Make the decision. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, that's like a big one. But, like, make the decision to do something that is is aligned with your integrity as opposed to aligning with your 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 child wound your dysfunction whatever it is start with yeah. something small a baby step 
but it starts yeah. with you always. And then you'll see that momentum of good karma. And then you'll be as deep in a swamp in the back of your house, grabbing tadpoles <laughs> under the guise of them being for your kid. You know, you're talking about the domino. So um, I married the starter husband and it was the same thing with ill intention. It was like walking down the aisle, like, what am I doing? You yeah. know, but my purpose was to have met, like this purpose is gratitude yeah, yeah, and all this stuff. Like I've worked this shit, but I'll tell you, I was, you know, I, I got him, got divorced in 2010. I got sober. Right. And he had fought me for custody. And once I had a young child, I was driving back and forth to Brooklyn, putting miles and miles and miles on my car. Um, just trying to figure life out. But then I remember that I was dating someone else who was like, uh, you know, same kind of like negative energy held me down kind of thing, whatever. And I remember my domino towards the good was I had to leave this guy. I had no money. I didn't know what I was doing. I was in an AA meeting. I'm like, does anybody know of an apartment? This one kid knew someone in Long Beach on Long Island. And I'm driving over the br to the bridge. This bridge goes to the beach where this little cute town is. And I'm with my sponsor because God forbid anybody in my family would support me right at that point. <laughs> and I'm going, how I'm like, why am I even looking at this apartment? Because I can't afford it. And as I'm driving over this bridge, an old colleague called me and he was like, listen, my creative director just split. Can you fill in for a few months? I'll pay you lots of good money. Uh, it's like a six month gig. You just have to come up to Boston every once in a while. And I'm like, I go to the apartment. I sign the lease. I get my life back for that year. I spent time on myself. I did everything for myself. You know, I had my, it was just me and Maddie. And then I aligned with Dave and I met Dave. Dave and I are together, right? Dave and I are together. We, we, I get Maddie back. Dave and I move into an, like, we move, all move in together into this great little town. I get pregnant with Christian. Like, you know, we get married, all this stuff. And all of this good stuff has happened because of me putting me first. Yeah. And it was, and it was, and I can see it. And it was like all this beautiful stuff, yeah. all this beautiful stuff, yeah. even bad things that happened in between. Like Joshua brought me to yep. you, yep. you know? Yep. Yep. Yeah. So I was going to bring that up too, about even though you have, this is important for people to hear, even though you have the dominoes that are bringing you that are shift the momentum. And I talk about all of this and woo woo about turning the car around. That might've been in 10 racks. It's irrelevant. Read them both. But <laughs> Let's read the damn books. People. They all merge together <laughs> after a while, but they, uh, but even though the dominoes are toppling for you in the positive direction, you're dealing with shitty stuff along the way also, but the shitty stuff is for you to learn. And, you know, I was thinking about my domino and my domino was when I, I had, again, a decade of just being alone, being miserable, way too many drugs. Like it was just, it was, and, and masking it. Oh, I'm going to get the motorcycle. Oh, I'm going to kickbox, but just, you know, whatever, just not happy, not well. And all I wanted was this family and to live, you know, a happy life and be loved and all that stuff. And I had the, when I had my dog, I had a choice yeah. point. I could give up my dogs. I lived in a condo. I was allowed to have the dog. I could give up my dog or I could find a place to live and keep my dog. And I chose to keep the dog. I chose the unconditional love. And in doing that, I, something shifted. Because I could have given up the dog and have another dog. Because I had to give a dog up once before when I was younger. Another thing, you know, abandonment, abandonment. But I shifted that pattern of abandonment, whether I was doing the abandoning or being abandoned. And I wound up buying this house. And within like two months, you know, I met my, my girl's um, birth father. 
And with a few months after that, I got pregnant. And then the rest is history. That domino, that domino, that yeah. domino. Rob comes in, you know, become estranged from a mother, all these things, leave my job, become an artist, you know, partner up <laughs> with you, all of these things. But there was a lot of shitty stuff along the way, but it was in this uphill climb. Like I would like climb and I'd be like, yay. And then I'm like, oh, shitty thing. Ooh, you know, it's like a video game. I'm going to defeat this dragon, blah, blah, blah. Died a couple times, come back, blah, 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 defeat the dragon. And then the next level, and then there's like an ogre. No video games. Nobody here played Dungeons and Dragons. They killed the monsters. Nobody. I think Paolo did. Okay, okay, Paolo. Paolo knows. You, Paolo. So, Paolo. So then I got to the level 16 and I got the crossbow. No, I'm just kidding. But you understand. Like, it doesn't come without trials and tribulations along the way. But if you're paying attention, it's it's constantly on the incline. You just got to, yes. you know, swat the, the shit storm away to move to the next level. Yes. And <laughs> so eloquent. <laughs> <laughs> but the and, and think about it, too, like because of doing the right thing, because of the, the momentum, because of the, the, the goodness coming, because it's all we have goodness in our heart, good intention. Right. Yeah. I had Dave beside me to fight for Maddie for custody. I had Dave beside me when we lost Joshua and I had his support. You had Rob yes. with your, like right before your wedding when you're in a ball about your mother not oh, being Jesus there. Jesus Christ. Fucking and Rob, and they, like the, Rob made it all okay. We, we find our people. God, how many times have I had you? I call you. I'm like, Dana, I farted weird. You're like, okay, let's talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> did it come out of the left side of the cheek or the right side? Of the cheek? <laughs> Can you send me a sample? <laughs> but we collect, right? We collect people that help us yes. on our journey. Oh, hundred percent. And, and that's like for all the stuff that I've done in my life, for all the people that didn't appreciate it. Now I have smaller amount, but much more like beautiful amount yeah. of people that yeah. I can count on. For anything. Yeah. Yeah. For but anything. You, you know what, though? Just to give a, a, another little spin, a little bit of insight into that. You said we collect people along the way, but what we sometimes fail to realize is we had been collecting people along the way the whole time for our, for our spiritual and our personal growth. Right. It's just because of where we were, it looked uglier. So just, yeah. just as an example, when, when I met my, again, 11 months, woohoo, when I met my first husband. I was staying home that night. I was staying home that night. I wasn't going out. My friends were all getting ready to go. I was in my late 20s. They were all getting ready to go out. And last minute, I'm like, I, something came over me. I'm like, you got to go. And I was like, give me five minutes. And I went and brushed my teeth, whatever. You know, I remembered put pants on that night. And I went, <laughs> right? And I met him. And at the time, I was like, oh, my God, the planets aligned. I, I went. But, but you know what? It's still the same thing. He was going to be one of the greatest lessons of my life. It was important yes. that I met him. Because yeah. I had to learn those lessons. So when we look at we, it's so funny. We have a tendency to look at like the shitty relationships and the shitty experiences and being like, oh, well, that got me here. But really, yes, because I couldn't be again catching tadpoles in the swamp in my backyard. The painting, I never would be painting if I didn't have that support of Rob because he came in. But you'll see, just as your your levels raise and you deal shitty things along the way and you get there. The people, the vibration, we'll get to that in another episode, but the vibration, <laughs> the frequency of the people you bring into your life, but the people that you bring in, they, they meet you where you are. 
So you just yeah. keep meeting better people. Actually, they're better, more aligned people with your frequency because you're awesome, whatever. I'm just trying to be politically clear. <laughs> but you know what I mean? You're yes. meeting these people that assist you in the next thing. I thank God for Derek yes. because Derek taught me a lot. <laughs> yeah, myself. same. You know what I mean? Same, 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 same. Yeah. Is it is it ironic that Derek is the name of the the man robot in the good place? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. I'm Derek. I'm Derek. Yes, yeah. Derek. Okay. Uh, <laughs> sorry. So. Um, one thing uh, I just want to point out that if anybody's been watching our episodes, and we had a really good call with uh, our, our new friend, Mike Barnum, on Friday, oh, right? And he went, yeah. and he went, align. Yeah, oh my God, that's so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for the t shirt idea. We were going to be making them. Oh my God. Um, I was like, he watches, he likes us, he really yeah. likes us. <laughs> but, um, but so, so when Dana does that, like, you know, alignment, leveling up, and like, I'm going to throw up and punch myself because I'm about to. That's what all of this concept, that's the whole concept of decoding the woo woo, is yeah. like the words that people throw around that are sometimes misused or misinterpreted or they're just misunderstood. I, I remember we went to go try to um, pr sell our program to Maddie's school, right? To the superintendent. Yeah. And we had Shocker in there and he was like, oh, like <laughs> he couldn't, nope. No, like I'm not into that witchy stuff. So we're here to just, you know, like decode all of that yeah, stuff for, for you sure. guys. It's very practical. It's very real. It's a very part of our life. And it's just, everybody calls stuff different things, yeah. you know? Yeah. So we're just, you can have your own words for all of this, but you'll, you'll see like, oh yeah, that's, that makes sense. For yeah. So, yeah. And, and my doing the ro eye roll when I say alignment and stuff like that, that's just, you know, me just being, you a being dick. a dick. I mean, that's yeah. just, you know, come on, <laughs> come on. but, but I truly, truly, um, see the value in all of it. And I'm looking forward, I'm actually looking forward to doing a whole thing on alignment because it's probably one of the most important things we can talk about. Yeah. Yeah. And it comes up, it's like a theme for everything that we do anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So we're going to, we're good with wrapping up wrap this episode. Up, wrap all up. right. So, so karma, you know, it's good or bad, depending on the intention behind it. Whatever you make of it. Whatever you make of it. <laughs> you know, we, we all love good karma. So roll with that. Be good people. Good karma. Um, so, um, help us, uh, get some visibility with our channel. If you like listening to us, seriously, I'm going to start doing this because everybody else freaking does it. So I'm jumping yeah. on the bandwagon. Yeah. We were trying to avoid doing the hard yeah. sell, but you know what? Just Let's do this. Get us, we need Spread to get word. out there. Yeah. Our message is important. Um, it's really important that a lot of people feel comfortable to be themselves. And Dana and I are like an open door. We're like, come on, hang out, take your bra off yeah. or boxers or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Just chill. Like or we're cool. Bunties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that sounds so dirty. I mean, sure, why not? We accept everybody. Um, the world, the world needs to feel safe to be themselves. All of you humans need to feel safe. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a big scary thing to navigate by yourself, and you don't have to do it yeah. alone. Even if you just listen, even if you just read the books, even if you just hear the stories that we're doing through our company, Uniquely Phenom. Like, like there's just so many things that can help just by hearing this and and it unlocks something in your soul so please 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 help us spread the word subscribe like share tell your friends tell all your you know friends. we we made these fun stickers you can this is dishwasher safe it's gone through a couple times <laughs> i'm gonna make a big ass one for my car um we've got commando gear we've got all kinds of stuff uh yeah it's on my phone too i mean it's everywhere 
I want, I want mine and Dana's faces to be everywhere. So, yep. um, so seriously, help us help the world. Like that's really for the sake for of the humanity. Sake of humanity. <laughs> 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 really, really, we got to help everybody. So, um, with that, we'll put links to buy um, Dana's book, Decoding the Woo Woo, um, and uh, she does teach a workshop on this on our yeah. platform, finduniquelyyou.com, which is super awesome because you can sit and go through this stuff and and work with Dana one on one. And Dana also does a one-on-one -on -one intuitive guidance if you're really serious um, to get your ass in gear. Um, and is there anything else, Dane? No, no. You mentioned the one-on-ones. I was going to say, you know, not only do I work with people, you know, with the 10 Rex to help people get their heads out of their asses, but mm -hmm. also the energy part of it. That's like my jam to, you know, to, to help magical people discover their magic. I love yeah. it. I You're really love good it. at it. I'm really good at it. And what yeah. I'm noticing too is it's more than just, you know, they call it an activation. It's more than just working with people. Sometimes I just interact with people and then all of a sudden they become magical. I know that sounds weird, but like that happens like a <laughs> no, lot. It's true. It's true. You're like, I don't it's even know true. how to do that. I know. So like every day I'm freaking leveling up because of talking to you. <laughs> but even it's like the same, like with Jeff, right? Like when I talk to Jeff, all of a sudden I feel like I just feel yeah, like my world yeah. is totally different. Yeah. So we have this power to connect with each other. Yeah. And, and just, I just want to say one last thing about it. It's a hair. I, I felt like something was touching me. I was like, what the <laughs> is, Could be. we owe it to ourselves as human beings to become the best versions of ourselves. I, we just do. And we do that by doing the work. Once we get become aligned and become the best version of ourselves, then we owe it to humanity, right? Ubuntu, right? To share our gifts with others. We're all gifted in one way or another. We are all gifted. It just looks differently, but we all are gifted. And whatever those gifts are, those are what we're supposed to cultivate and then bring to others to assist them. And then if we could all do that, oh my God. We'll all level up together. Oh, <laughs> I'm just gonna punch it right in the kiss. <laughs> all right, everybody. Okay. So stay tuned. We've got more woo woo coming your way every week. And um, yeah, this is gonna take us through Christmas, which is super exciting. Yeah, it's a magical time of year. All right, everybody. Thank you. Have a Bye. great week. And we'll see you next week. Thanks for coming. Bye. Everyone has a story. I have a story. You have a story. We all have a story. As I see it, you have three choices. Allow your story to define you, use it to excuse you, or utilize it as a method to empower you. It's your life. You have the power. You choose. Rewrite your story on finduniquelyyou.com.